Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Guys, this is NSFW Not Safe for Wrestling podcast here. And what's up, guys? This is NSFW. Of course, I screwed it up and I have it in the background. But what's up? This will be 1X2 here. This is NSFW. And guess what, guys? Payback is tomorrow. We had to do a show, of course. Now, today, I have somebody. Okay, he's here. He, He made it. He's he's not all the way here, so if you're going to talk in chat, you might have to say it a couple times talking to him, but the man himself, um, one of the members of IQ Esports, Fatal Blades. What's up, dude? What's going on? <laughs> Mr. Uh, tired. Mr. I don't sleep on Fridays ever. <laughs> yeah, that happens. That's a thing. So we got we got we got some couple things that we're going to talk about tonight. Um, uh, how you been doing the last couple of days, man? Uh, since last last we saw you, uh, doing all right, I guess. Busy, clearly. Um, not sleeping probably as well as I should, but yeah, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Yeah, definitely. You never sleep. I'll sit there and call this guy, and I know he's sleeping. So I'm like, okay, yeah, he went to sleep, so he's. He knows that I'm going to call, so he's going to turn his phone on. No, he still keeps it on silent. Um, I told him to get a – it's a little thing that we use. It's called Voxer. And uh, I said, you know, hey, listen to your Voxes. Oh, I didn't even so go go off. I still have four Voxes he hasn't listened to yet. So <laughs> it's kind of funny. But we're here, guys. We got some big news, um, a little bit of sad news uh, as well. Uh, and then, of course, we got some payback predictions. Um same length show. It's not going to be uh, too long because um, Oolong is uh, is tired. So we're going to make this short and sweet. But, guys, today is April 30th. It's almost May 2016, and this is NSFW. 
This is where we talk about everything wrestling. Everything. WWE, TNA, ROH, New Japan, some of the releases that have come over from Japan to the WWE. We'll talk about that here soon. So if you guys would like to join us at any point in time, you guys really want to talk about, oh, I, I like wrestling, or I'm a big fan, or I have some pertinent information that you guys should know, let us know. Now, some of the information that people think is very important is really not. So we might ask you first, you know, so what, what, do, you, what do you want to talk about, you know? Um, but if you make a good argument, like uh, some of the people that do, you're more than welcome. But big uh, big shout-outs, of course, to the gang, hashtag the gang, geekyantics.net, of course, allgames.com, uh, all allgamesradio, and, of course, the ucl.com, unifiedcombatleague.com. So go check all those guys out, guys. If you guys do want to catch us at any point in time, you guys can send us a voicemail and or text. It's the same line, 646-801-2149. Hit us up, guys. We do want to know. And then if you guys send us one, the next show will actually respond live. Okay? So getting right into it, and we don't, we're, not, we're going to make this a, a pretty uh, relaxed show. Um, not too relaxed. We don't want Fatal to fall asleep. But on the card today for this show, we got a few things that... Um, was pretty disturbing when we heard it. You guys know in the last uh, week or so, a, a couple icons, one in the music industry and then one in wrestling industry, um, passed away. Um, we're starting with this, this, this because we want to get all the sad shit out of the way, uh, just because it's, it's NSFW and we want to talk. But we do want to uh, give, uh, I guess, a tribute would be a good word, I guess, maybe? To uh, the WWE superstar or diva, actually, I don't know. Is she a diva? Considered a diva? Um, uh, basically, the an icon in women's wrestling is what I would say. Well, she's the only for first woman, you know, Intercontinental Championship. But anyway, um, but we do want to give uh, pay pay our respects to, of course, China. You guys know her as uh, back in the Attitude Era. She came on and was kind of uh, Triple H's bodyguard slash lover slash whatever else they did in closed doors. So, um, but do we do want to? We uh, the one thing I do want to say about her. We got a couple of minutes to kind of say something a little bit about her. The one thing that I remember the most, okay, is just when when she was in the ring, it was all business. Like it was like when she was you know in front of a camera just. In general, it was all business. Like she, she, she played the role that she was given very, very well because of her physique. She was a bodybuilder. She was a, 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 a I believe, a champion um, in women's bodybuilding, and she just she made the the you know the 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 transition to wrestling, and it was just amazing at what she did. She won a man's title in her career. Um, I mean, she kept Triple H safe. Kept <laughs> she kept the pretty boys safe. Fatal, what about you, man? What do you, what do you, some, some memories of China? Man, uh, so when I think about some of the stuff that China's really known for, I mean, I know a lot of people go to her, her intercontinental, uh, you know, title run and uh, entering the Royal Rumble. I don't know if you remember that. She entered the Rumble as mm-hmm. well. But I think for a me, a couple times, actually. I really like 
when she was running with DX, that she kind of broke the her character. She developed more character in DX because she was the stoic, like, you know, bodyguard, escort, you know. And then all of a sudden when you get to DX, like, I remember there was a whole just running gag for a solid five, ten minute cut segment all about when she got her uh, her boobs done. Mm-hmm. When she got a tit job, all of a sudden they were just, they were like, oh, double D-Generation X. And like, you know, her and Hunter and Sean all played off each other really well. And some of those were really well done. Of course, the uh, Mary Xmas when they like mooned the crowd and they were wearing like the the thongs and like she had the X across her button tape. Uh, she did a lot of really good stuff, you know, and I think it's, you know, with the WWE acknowledging her, I think that it's very good that there's a good likelihood she will go into the hall of fame. Definitely. Uh, I don't, I don't see that they, being an issue. Yeah. Like the only thing that was holding them back uh, kind of was they were worried what she would say. And I mean, it's unfortunate. This is the circumstance, but it, it is kind of what it is. She will at least get her place in the Hall of Fame, and and that I think is going to be well, well handled by the WWE. We'll we'll see how it goes. Like I'm, I'm interested to see what happens. Now, and and we're not going to get into what she what she passed possibly passed away from. We're not going to get into all that. We're not here to to slander her at all. I mean, um, for for what she did when she did it. Uh, with the WWE, um, I mean, really, it was a great time for her because of the Attitude Era was a huge thing, and she was just a massive woman. I mean, I, I, really, when she got her boob job, she, she even told a, an interview uh, that she felt more like a woman because, you know, she, she has all these muscles and she has all this, but guess what? When she have all these muscles, there's no boobs. So that after she got that that the uh, the surgery and everything, like she actually felt like a woman, like she could actually go and do what she wanted to do, and, and very successful in the WWE up until um, she basically wrote uh, retired. I mean, she like I said, um, I'm I'm trying to look it up right now, um, uh, and I'll just le- read a little bit of uh, I mean, I guess you guys can look it up too. The Wikipedia um, professional wrestler. Uh, it started in 1997, uh, debuted and billed as the ninth wonder of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, the Andre the Giant, you know, already billed as the eighth. Um, the uh, founding member of uh, Stable Degeneration X uh, promotes uh, promotions first female enforcer. Basically, she was the bodyguard, right? Uh, she held the WWF Intercontinental Championship as a female, uh, twice the uh, Women's Championship. Um, she was also the first woman to participate in the Royal Rumble and the King of the Ring events, uh, mm-hmm. became the number one contender for the W this is now, this is really cool. Uh, if you remember back in the day, I don't remember exactly who she wrestled, but back in the day, um, she actually became the number one contender for the WWF championship with singles victories over, uh, several opponents like, uh, Triple H, uh, Kurt Angle, Chris Jericho, Jeff Jarrett. Um, I mean, she she actually did what she was supposed to do. I mean, she was just a really good. Uh, she went over to Japan in two thousand two, 
Uh, and then um, uh, TNA Wrestling, Total Nonstop Action Wrestling in 2011. Um, outside of wrestling, I mean, China's been, she's been in Playboy, uh, VH1, just real life, um, uh, a few little other mixed variety tapes that came out <laughs> in 2004, Night of China, if you remember, um, maybe not, but, uh, <laughs> I, I heard, I heard about it. Yeah. Never mind. Anyway. <laughs> there's a couple more but it's just like the the life that she had was was really i mean in my eyes um very accomplished very very i mean she set out to do stuff i mean she everybody does questionable things in their life okay you have i have there's not one person that's not done a questionable thing choices are what we make of them right so she made the choice that she made but she had a really good life i really believe that definitely Good talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, next on the uh, I, I want to I want to bring something up real quick, and I know you've been anchoring to talk about it. We've done some theory crafting about it. We've actually come back and like you know, hey, what do you think this is going to do? And then you gave a whole new spin to what is or what was the Bullet Club. Yeah. So seeing what you've seen. Over the last week, two weeks, with the Bullet Club, a.k.a. Um, what's his name? Damn it. I can't remember now. AJ Styles? Uh, no, the other two. Luke uh, Gallows. Luke, Luke Gallows and um, his part, tag team chart partner, anyway. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm so out of it. I, I, I just you to ask me any other time. It's uh, Machine Gun Anderson. Okay. Gallows and Anderson. Okay. Well, it's it's something to where it's let's hear what you think right now. And I know you're kind of spacey a little bit, so I want to get it right now. Where are you thinking this is going to go? Cuz we talked about it. There's there's things that's happened down in NXT Spoiler to where alert. I don't want to go into it because I think it plays directly into payback in my predictions. Okay, I, I I have a prediction. I will explain okay. more. We'll, I swear. We'll, we'll get to that. I I kind of know what you're gonna where you're gonna go with this, and we'll 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 give you your uh, what do they do on the Raw pre-show? The um, uh, prediction, bold predictions. Yep. We'll do our bold prediction at the end. All right. Try, so try and get in a shucky ducky quack quack. Good. Yes. Um. But we want. Okay. So we'll leave that. We'll leave the um. We'll leave the Bullet Club for a few minutes. Um, I'm going to get the power rankings here. Now, we do this every week. We have been doing this every week just because, for one, it's kind of fun I, to kind of see where WWE... Wow, the sound just went off and it just blew it up. But we're going to go through these very quickly. And and so we have time. Like I said, this is going to be like an hour, hour, 15-minute show, guys, because we want to get ready and, of course... We have somebody that's falling asleep. Already, it's not me. (laughs) So, coming in at number twenty, he's came up. He's actually new onto the went uh, wolf hunting against Baron Corbin on Raw. Dolph Ziggler, which is also the match and payback, which is Dolph Ziggler versus Baron Corbin. What do you think? I mean, uh, it's good to see him on here. 
Finally. And it'd be nice to see them push Dolph a little bit more, possibly bring back, uh, you know, Dolph as a, as a heel, but we'll, we'll see how it plays out. I mean, I, I don't know if, uh, you know, what's going to be happening with Dolph, if he's going to be taking some time off because of, uh, you know, personal events he's had happen recently. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't want to go into more on that. You can look it up if you don't know. But uh, I'm hoping we can see him get kind of a push, maybe uh, maybe even a heel push. I wouldn't mind having, you know, I really like Ziggler to back a to heel. a heel. Yeah, like he was a good heel. He's a damn yeah. good heel. Coming in at number 19, guys, he's rolled from one, one time. Um, and, and you guys know, like, like this is every two weeks. They do these power rankings every week. So, But he rolls from number 20 over the last two weeks, Sami Zayn. Uh, he had kind of a uh, instrumental role. I guess you could say, in um, kind of the disassemble or the the, the pissing off of the uh, League of Nations this mm-hmm. past couple weeks, it was really great. Any any words on uh, Sami Zayn at nineteen? I mean, I I love Sami Zayn. There's nothing. There's really nothing I could say. Like if you missed it, go back and watch it. They were really good spots, and uh, he's got an upcoming feud that has probably been one of the longest running feuds in wrestling. I. It's one of the matches I think has high potential to be match of the night at payback. Okay, coming in at number eighteen, Kevin Owens. I I really uh... speak of the devil. Yeah, I can't help it, man. That feud's old this time, man. I, I, I they need to utilize Kevin Owens more, but I think that honestly, even though they may not be viewing it as such. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, to me, like in my opinion, is a push for both men. These guys always have phenomenal matches, amazing feuds. It's going to be spectacular to watch, and they're gonna they're just gonna blow the roof off the place. So I expect to see his power rankings go up. Okay, uh, coming in at number seventeen is, uh, of course, it's not going to play right now. All right, good job. I broke it. Stephanie McMahon, wow. Put Shane on notice that she is taking back Raw. Yep. Uh, Not really. I mean, she came out, she cut one kind of meh promo with Shane, and this is the first time we've seen her in a hot minute. Uh, It's great to have... You know, Stephanie McMahon back in. I would have liked to have seen a Triple H with it, but what are you going to do? We'll see how it plays out. Okay. Um, coming in, I think really, um, I think where they're going with this, and we've talked about this the last couple weeks um, with uh, the direction that we think Vince is kind of taking everything, I guess you could say. Uh, with, uh, you know, maybe possibly a brand split in the future. Um, Little things like that to where it could really get exciting to where they have, you know, the the siblings battling again for, you know, Raw and SmackDown, and then they institute maybe a draft again. I mean, just to have something come back that's been done before uh, is good, but to have, like, a draft that that was received... As like, oh, this is awesome. Now we have we can do draft picks and 
you know, something to where they, they come up with like a fantasy, like a fantasy team or something like that. You can have, you know, you know what I mean? Oh, where yeah, you can dude. change your, your, you know, whoever's on the roster that night or whoever's play, you can change your fantasy team up or, you know, you can change it once a month before the, before the pay-per-view or, you know, whatever, you know, if somebody gets hurt, like you can take them off your fantasy team. That'd be awesome, man. I would love it. They, they did it once. I remember they used And it to failed miserably, but I'm but talking man, it about. It was fun. With the I used way to do it. I know, so did I. Which we will be doing that if it if they do bring that out again, we will be the happiest people. We'll be the first ones starting a league. So if you guys want to join, come on in. At number sixteen, going down a couple spots, looking for great looking looked great in the defeat on SmackDown, still lost though. The Miz. Who did he lose to? None other than Roman Reigns. <clears throat> he got his ass kicked. Yeah, I... Miz is just to me. He's just one of those guys that's just kind of filling a role right now. I'm sorry to say it, but he is. Oh, uh, they just who's the Miz? Uh, who's the Miz fighting at Payback County? Cesaro for the title. Cesaro, see, and Cesaro's going to take. The, I'm picking Cesaro. That would uh, they too. move past Zack Ryder so fast? It's annoying. Well, I heard Zack Ryder was going to be um, doing some other stuff. Um, and, you know, he's got the whole thing with uh, Mojo Riley and NXT. And they're, they're really trying to push that. But, like, with what happened, like, he just won on um, uh, SmackDown. So, um, so, I mean, they're still giving him a push. I don't know why they can't give him a push back for the title again. But I... <sighs> I really want to say I, I heard something, I guess you could say, a little birdie uh, out there was saying something about he was going to be pushing for the United States title. Huh. Which, it doesn't make much sense to me. And the way you just sounded right there, it doesn't make much sense to you either. It doesn't. But that's, you know, the, the, the we'll hearings. See. We'll see what they do with them. Coming in at number 15... The little luchador, Kalisto. It, I don't know what to tell you on this one. He's a tag team wrestler that basically his partner is um, one of the worst uh, bombers in freaking WWE. And it just kind of like, Kalisto's kind of like, I got the title now, I'm going to run with it. And they're letting him run with it, but it's getting old. Like really fast. They're letting him run with it, but they're doing nothing with him. That's my problem. They're doing squat. They tried a David and Goliath thing, and then it just fell flat. And it's it's annoying. I don't know why they're they're doing that to Kalisa. He's a really good talent. He is. But, I mean, I guess it's for the same reason Tyler Breeze has been jobbing the people for the last... 200 fucking matches and they won't let, you know, Tyler Breeze have the the shot or the push he needs. It's it's crazy. Like which all is, this talent going which, to waste. Which I don't understand. This is funny part right here. Where they, they bring up a Tyler Breeze. Okay. Prince Pretty. You guys know him. And then they bring him up and say, okay, yeah, he's like, man, he's made an impact in NXT. And all of a sudden, then I'm like, wait, Tyler who? 
Like, you never, ever see him. Like, the last time I seen him, he was on Superstars, dude. I mean, they still have him, but he's jobbing. He's throwing loss after loss after loss after loss. They're they're not giving him a win. He's not going over. Like, it's unfortunate. Like, they have so much potential, and they they these guys have a way of wasting some pretty prime potential. Oh, but they, hell, just yeah. not even letting them showcase. Or putting them in a, I mean, well, you think about it, or putting them in a show like Superstar as opposed to Raw. Well, or, I mean, or SmackDown. Like, they're not even putting them in close matches. You could do so much. I would love to see Tyler Breeze get his hands on a belt and see what he could do. Intercontinental, U.S., don't care. Put a belt on him. Give him a little chance to kind of showcase himself and see if they try to put him in the background again. Because he's got the charisma, he's got the in-ring skill. Uh, it's frustrating, but I digress. Who's next on the power rankings? Um, it's acting really slow today. One moment, sir. Oh, Twitter blew up. Coming in at number thirteen, right? Uh, we were at fourteen. Fourteen. Number fourteen is uh, the VOD villains. I don't really have much to say about them. I mean, they're it's good to see them coming up and I'm surprised but they've done a really good job actually keeping the heel heat from NXT into WWE it's converted really well um you know what I know you're supposed to hate them cuz they're heels but but I don't hate them damn like, good at what I don't, they do as I don't, a heel I don't hate them but I just think the gimmicks wrong I just, I, mean, I, I I do I just I've said gimmicks, it from the beginning I just, I think the gimmick is wrong. I, I agree. The gimmick is crap, but props to them for making it work. Right. You know, that's all you can say. Coming in at 13, the lone wolf, Baron Corbin. I like him. That's it. I mean, he's uh, through NXT. Yeah, they. I don't think they gave him the push that he should have gotten. Uh, but... Uh, all of his matches in NXT were just lights out. Whether it was one of those, one of, whether it was one of those thirty second matches where he would talk shit, and then the guy would talk shit back, and then he'd hit him with end of days, and it'd be done. Um, you know, then it went with the crowd. It was like you know, if the match lasted longer than a minute, they were you know, they were chanting boring, and then he'd do the end of days and walk out. It's like screw you guys, yeah. right? Um. But I think he's still like even with coming up and he he debuted on SmackDown. No, he debuted on uh, at uh, WrestleMania. So it's like he's yep. getting a really big push, and he won the Andre Battle, Battle Andre the Giant Battle Royal Battle yeah, Royal. He did. Um, so I mean, he's getting that push. I'm really and with the matches that he's having now, I'm really feeling like he's actually doing something. Like he's actually. Taking advantage of what he can take advantage of right now. Like, because, you know, WWE, they're not just going to say, they're not just going to go, hey, New Day, go ahead and run with whatever you guys want to run with. Because not everybody's like New Day. Right. Um, you know? The one thing I would say, and I would love to see, I would love to see them do, and if they did, I think would put Barrington Corbin over quicker than any other route and probably larger than any other potential of whatever they're trying to work out with him. Put Baron Corbin with Heyman. 
Let Heyman mouthpiece for Baron Corbin. And watch how fast he explodes. Yeah. Like, he would be huge. He's basically a street tough guy mentality version of Lesnar. You know, the wolf and the beast. There's so much you could do. I would love to see Baron Corbin become a Heyman guy and them to push that. Let Heyman be the mouthpiece for the lone wolf. Yeah, and like you said, too, I I could really see, like, after you said it, um, I could really see a, you know, the 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 destroyer or what is he what's he what's he labeled as the conqueror uh, and the lone wolf, you know, going and saying, okay, you guys wanted to, you know, and and Brock really has something to say, you know, hey, WWE kind of fucked me, I yeah. would get payback, yeah, and then Paul Heyman comes up to him and says, hey, I got an idea. Yeah. There's this kid. There's this kid that just came up named Baron Corbin. I think we should be friends. And just and then just go with it. I think it would be so uh, it's because of that role. I mean, he plays that heavy heel like I don't really give a damn about you guys. This is what I think. Blah, I'm done. Peace. I could care less what you say to me. Kind of like Brock, which like mm-hmm. you said Heyman would be the great Coming in at number 12, moved up a couple slots, Apollo Crews. Haven't heard much from him lately. Um, he's still in NXT, which is weird. Um, what, what do you think about it? I th- he's still really clunky, I guess. Not I mean, clunky, but he's just stiff. I mean, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think that he has all the potential in the world to be a better Shelton Benjamin. Because because of the way he looks, the WWE will push him like they should have pushed Shelton Benjamin. And he's got all the athletic ability that I saw in Shelton Benjamin. I think Apollo Crews, if they if they promote him right, has the potential to be a huge star going forward. Yeah, and then that's and that's what's uh, and then yeah, that's even with how they introduced him too. Like he's this big star everywhere else, and and then he just wants to make it here. And if they, like you said, if they if they push him right and they actually promote him right, he'll actually be a star in 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 on Raw um, and and main eventing um, pay per views. Coming in at number eleven, the women's champ, kind of dismal actually. She, I think she's feeling sorry for herself that she doesn't. It's not, it's not a numbers advantage for with Daddy anymore. <laughs> Charlotte, what do you think? I mean, she's good. Uh, she's really solid. She does some good work. We're still kind of lacking more to flesh out the, the women's division, I guess. Uh, Natty's good. We're missing Paige. Uh, of course, the Bellas are out right now. One by choice, one by injury. Is she's... Okay, she's here's not the, the champ we want, but she's the champ we need right now in the women's division. So, do you think, uh, and this will kind of go in with the payback predictions? Do you think that uh, she's going to lose her belt on Sunday? Just a yes or no. You can explain later. Mm. 
Dum dum dum. No. 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 Okay. I think she is. <laughs> I think it's time. Natty's time. Coming in at number ten, breaking the top ten, our boys, Enzo and Big Cass. Oh, gotta love them, dude. Got to love them. Ah. Bada bing, bada boom. Realest guys in the room. You just there's the, they're too good. They're too charismatic. There's nothing you can't really take away from them. The athletic abilities there, the mic skills with Enzo's there. Like there are a few tag teams that I ever say I wouldn't want to see go solo careered. These two, I wouldn't want them to go solo career unless they just put on a hell of a feud against each other. Like they. They are too good as a tag team. Because you know Big Cass and Carmella are really married, right? Yeah. yeah. But the, these guys bring the tag team division. I feel they bring the tag team division more legitimacy than mm-hmm. it has seen in a while. Like, they remind me of the Rockers. Like, you know, minus the whole Shawn Michaels super kicking Marty Jannetty. They remind me of the Rockers and the fact that the Rockers brought a serious validity to the tag team competition in their day. I feel Enzo and Cass make the tag team division relevant again, mm-hmm. where it's not stables. Like it, it's been stables for so long. League of Nations, New Day, Social Outcast, Wyatt Family. No, Enzo and Cass are like, we're a tag team. We don't need no other people. We don't have no other people. Bring it the fuck on. We're gonna we're gonna do this, and and they're a tag team. They're legitimately a tag team. It's solid. I like I like it. Uh, I think they deserve to be higher, but that'll that'll come with time. Okay, I'm gonna give you a guess for the number nine, right? And I'm just gonna do a quote. Okay. Okay. We're not gonna do anything to jeopardize anything. We're just looking to make a statement. <laughs> None other the tag team themselves, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Talk to me, brother. This is your time right here. Dude, uh, Bullet Club. Oh, wait, we can't do that. We got to do that. We're supposed to be talking about Bullet Club on the... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All I can say is they are going to go up. They are going to go way up. Their big things coming out of Gallows and Anderson. Wait for it. Speculations, bold predictions coming up later. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> this paper is going to be awesome. I'm sorry. I can't wait. Number eight, going down a couple shot spots. Um, the man himself that uh, kicked Jericho off his set and made it his own. The lunatic friends, Dean Ambrose. Yes. <sighs> been a rough week for dean yes it's been a rough week but uh all in all he'll bounce back he always does i've got faith dean ambrose do just fine yeah jericho did kind of kick his ass though not raw sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did he put a freaking lion tamer on him on the announce table Come on. Yeah, but I mean, it's a submission. Like, it's not going to hurt more on the table than it does in the ring. It, a code breaker through the table probably would have hurt Jericho worse than it would have hurt Dean Ambrose. Like, eh. 
I don't know. The, the, I thought that was probably one of the biggest fuck ups on Raw. Is they're like, oh, he's got him on the lion tamer on the table. It's like he's not even putting him through the table. He has him in the same submission that he would. It, it applies the same pressure everywhere, you know? Right. <clears throat> All right, seven more. Coming in at number seven, Shane McMahon. Got Stephanie ejected from Raw this past week. By security. What are you thinking? Uh, I think Stephanie slapped the shit up security. That was but, funny. Uh, yeah, yeah, he did. He got he got her tossed clean out. So uh, it's I'm glad to see Shane O'Mac back. I uh, like kind of what they're doing with them. I, I think they could have gone about it a better way. I feel like they kind of burnt a real opportunity with Mania. Like, yeah, Shane got his... His OMG moment, and but the match didn't matter, so it, it really uh, didn't. I think they really messed up on that point. Yeah, but I'm kind of glad they messed up. Like I'm kind of glad he still went in that direction because I think he went in that direction, and this is why. I don't think he really wanted, and I'm talking about Vince right now. I don't think he really wanted him to to undertaker to lose his mania match because that's a big thing for the undertaker right undertaker comes out once a year and he's it's at mania he doesn't want him to lose against him so undertaker's going to take the win but how he went about it saying and i think it's really underplayed but how he went about it saying well i you know vince coming out saying well i i really see how he feels about this company he's willing to put his life on the line and and kind of turn that compassionate side of Vince and then say you know what we'll see what you got fuck it let's go yeah. and but it, even that even that bothered me it didn't sit well cuz it's he's a heel he's a face he's a heel he's like he's flip-flopping but that's Vince he flip-flops every day i know it's maddening it, it, you got to think about it with Vince it's like with authority it's all about what's best for business that's 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 what they do um, with, with like Vince, it's all about what the fans want, um, with, or not Vince, with Shane, it's all about the fans want and Vince's eyes. He hears everything, sees everything. If something bad comes out about the WWE or good comes out of the WWE at some point in time, Vince McMahon is going to look at it with his own eyes and make a decision on whether he wants to pursue that or it's not, it's too trivial to, for me to even bother with. Okay, so on the same time, Vince is a little bit. Vince is he's a he's a mix between Shane and Stephanie, to where it's all about business and you're fired and 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 then you have the huh, you know he's trying to have fun a little bit, trying to change his face a little bit, see if the fans kind of react to him in a certain way. Now that he's kind of changed his face over to baby, it's kind of like the fans are a little bit more behind Vince. Because now Vince wants he, it's he's getting reactions. That's all he's doing, and and that really, really that's the only reason why he changed his mind is the fans. Because I'm telling you, even though he's that hard ass and he already has a plan of what's going to happen months in advance, he's still listening to those fans, and that's why he. If you think about it, how the match went out and how he was supposed to do it was, you're supposed to be you know you lose you're done. Yeah. But then the fans got in it. The fan, dude, the tweets that Vince McMahon got. Okay, um, I mean, just one right here. Uh, I'm not going to give the the name of it, but uh, uh, please, please, Vince, 
and and I'm paraphrasing, please, because it's a longer tweet. Uh, please, Vince, give Shane a chance. Give Shane a hashtag Shane a chance. You know, just uh, and and just thousands and thousands of them. And I just I feel like Vince is actually catering a little bit more to what's going on and what the fans feel. Because he's gone that role over the last six months uh, to a year of, screw you fans, we don't give a damn what you want, because we're going to do it this way. And thusly, Roman Reigns is the champion. Exactly. <laughs> I mean... You know what I mean? Like, you, you see what's going on here, and that's why I think it's changed. I don't know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Coming in at number six, the... Uh, um, Damn, the number one contender for the women's championship, Natalia. She beat the hell out of Emma. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> I mean, they she's on a hot streak right now. She's doing well. Of course, she's over with the fans. Bringing Bret Hart for payback. I mean, it, it's going to be good. I think it will, too. Uh, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. That's going to be the end of every everyone. We'll see how it plays out. Yeah. Down a couple spots from number, well, one spot anyway, to number five, The New Day. Yay, New Day. Now, I'll, get, I'll ask you a question here uh, specifically about The New Day when we talk about uh, 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 payback. All right. Okay. Uh, New Day is just one of those tag teams, guys, that just, they're, they're great. They're funny. They're they're entertaining. Some of the gimmicks they come up with is just like duh. It was like it's sitting out there just on your fingertips, and you just don't want to like push it a little bit. Well, they're pushing it, and it's it's just perfect. Uh, coming in at number four, Cesaro, King of Swing, the Swiss Superman. That's the name I was trying to think of. <laughs> I was like, what's his name? I can't remember. What do you think about him? <laughs> oh, dude, freaking, I like Cesaro. I'm glad he's getting a push, and I hope they continue this. As long as Cesaro can stay off being injured, I think this is going to be a good time to really give him that shove. Mm-hmm. You know, keep him in singles. I get it, you know. Him and Tyson Kidd, they were a good tag team. Keep Cesaro in singles. Keep giving him a push. Let him really show what he can do. It, it's going to be good for the company. Cesaro's got a good place as a solid future superstar. Okay. Uh, coming in at number three, and this is all yours. I don't even want to comment on it. Chris Jericho. Oh, Chris Jericho. $1,500 boots. Oh. <laughs> got hit with the damn Daniel. Um, but, I mean... Oh, Jericho, he's such a good heel. Uh, he's been around, honestly, longer than I thought. I thought he would be departing very quickly post-Mania. Uh, he's sticking around, getting a, another good set match. Um, I mean, he's he's a, he's always been a good heel. He's always had good mic skills. And the one of the things I like about Jericho is he can pull authentic heel heat. Like, mm -hmm. he will just piss a fan off. Fans will boo and boo, and they'll honestly feel that. And that that's something that 
you don't see in a lot of the newer generation kind of of wrestlers. Like, fans are booing Roman, and Roman's like, whatever, I'm not a good guy, I'm not a bad guy, I'm the guy. Well, you're not Razor Ramon, so you're not the guy. You know, you're not the bad guy. But it's... You're just, uh, I don't know, Jericho, though, to me, Jericho's established, I mean, first uh, undisputed unified title holder, solid, he's he's a stable, I think it'll uh, it'll be fun to watch him and Ambrose duke it out, you know, Jericho being a veteran, Ambrose always puts on a pretty good match, it, it's gonna be good. So is this just a match to have to fill a spot, or is this is Jericho putting Ambrose over even more right now, or is this kind of a uh, a double well, push situation? They've they've had Ambrose falling the last two matches, like the last two majors. He lost to Brock in the street fight. A lot of people felt it didn't have the impact it needed to. I think that this is a chance for him. To go over against Jericho, who beat AJ Styles at Mania, you know, it's, I think this is a push for Dean, honestly. Okay. Coming in at number two, if it'll load. There we (laughs) go. Coming in at number two, the, the one. Okay, well, not the one, not the one, he's not, he's not the He's the good guy, the bad guy, the 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 only guy, whatever. Roman Reigns. Um, the one thing I want to say about him, and I'll give it to you, is honestly, he's he's pissing me off more than anything else. Because and not pissing me off like I'm ready to rage in the guy. It's just like it, it the, the 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 total flip. Okay, from. What he was taking and now to the to the hardcore heel, you know, I don't give a fuck what you're doing. It doesn't matter if you think you need me. I'm here. Deal with it. You know, it's just I I, I didn't like it, which I, I guess it's because the fans are taking him the way he is. I just, I don't know. I mean, it feels like they're trying. It's to not push. the face of the WWE I want to have right now. Yeah, it feels like they're trying to push some kind of Stone Cold-esque angle at us. Like, oh, it doesn't matter. I don't got to be the good guy. I don't got to be the bad guy. Just understand I'm the guy. You know, kind of mentality of this, I'm a rebel, and I'm doing what I want because I'm going to keep this gold. But no one cares. We're we're (laughs) sick of Roman. We didn't want Roman to win the title. We didn't want him going into the title match. Tons of people want Roman to beat AJ. Yep. You know, do I think that's going to happen? No. No. I Speaking. think absolutely I, I think absolutely Roman's going to stomp out AJ, but I don't think it's because Roman stomped out AJ. Speaking of the phenomenal one, at number one in the power rankings this this show AJ Styles. Now, here's a little caption for you guys. You can say, can he beat the guy? Question mark. His buddies could guarantee it. (laughs) Back to Bullet Club. (laughs) Uh, Right? But at the same time, 
I, I don't think his buddies are going to guarantee it necessarily. Not even a little bit. Because didn't they kick AJ out? Yeah. I mean, honestly, what didn't they actually kick him out? Yeah. Yeah, they so, whipped his ass. So could this be a... <laughs> I am going to say it. Could this be a... No, we're not going to talk about that yet. We'll we'll talk about that literally, guys. We're going to talk about that in a few minutes. We're going to get our. Uh, we're going to keep rolling here. Um, we got about a half hour ish left, maybe more. If Fatal can stand, but we're going to talk about real quick the payback predictions. Okay. Um, now you guys do know. I know Fatal. We're trying to hurry. You guys do know that we're in a we're in a match. Um, you know where we we have points every every. Every pay-per-view, and we add those points up at the end of the year. Somebody's going to get 10 bucks gift card for whatever. Right now, 72 to 71, Fatal leads still. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, first match, we're just going to go right in order from the bottom up. Uh, Kalisto versus Ryback, the U.S. Championship. And then I, w- I believe this is actually on the, uh, pre-show. the pre-show card, too. So what are you yeah. thinking, man? Everyone knows I suck at predicting the pre-show. I'm going to say Ryback wins. Okay. Uh, Do you want me to add yours, too, or can you write it? Oh, yeah, no, go ahead and add mine. Oh, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Um, Next one. Dallas, Dallas Corbin, <laughs> Corbin Dallas. Wait, um, you didn't give your prediction. I did, Ryback. Yeah, but you didn't say it. You got to tell the people. Oh. I see you typing it, but sorry. everyone else has to act. <laughs> sorry. sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. I picked Ryback as well, uh, oh, just we because. I just tried to pull some <laughs> slick shit. See, I, just tried to, I just tried to pull a yogi on you, okay? Try, try um, to pull, uh, you know, take advantage of the tired, say it. Say tired, it. You know fatal. you want to. I tried to pull a yogi on you. <laughs> uh, next in line, Dolph Ziggler versus Baron Corbin. Oh. I'll go first. I'm going to go with uh, Baron Corbin because he's. Uh, I believe he's getting that good push uh, right now. I, I believe that uh, Dolph Ziggler is just one of those people that he's got so much oomph behind him that he can push somebody over uh, and do it fairly well especially with a guy like Baron Corbin that just needs to get a couple of those big stage WWE matches out of the way, maybe getting, like we said before, getting with Payman or, or one of those mouthpieces that can really push his, push him. I, I have to agree. I think they're going to go with Corbin here. Like Ziggler, they haven't been giving Ziggler that push really at all. I think that Corbin, they gave him the Andre the you know Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. They're going to set him up for a push. I feel like the Andre the Memor- uh, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. It's kind of like the new King of the Ring. You know, people would win King of the Ring, and then within the next year, they'd get a push towards at least some kind of sub championship, if not the big championship. I feel that's something they're going to do with Corbin. Maybe off the back of beating Ziggler. He wins an opportunity to face, you know, Ryback or Kalisto for a U.S. championship. Okay. Okay, um, next one, Ambrose versus Jericho. I'll be right back. All right. 
right, so as I said earlier, Ambrose versus Jericho. Ambrose has been handed a string of just getting his ass whipped, and it's time it's got to end, man. They've got to push Ambrose. Ambrose is already over really well. If they push him farther here, Ambrose takes out Jericho. Maybe we see the Ambrose Asylum as a more stable thing, kind of like Piper's Pit. I feel the only option you really have here is you have to push Ambrose. Okay. Yeah. And um, I picked uh, Corbin on the last one, and then I picked uh, Ambrose as well on uh, on this one. So, so far, we are running the exact same through pretty much all of this. Well, see, I picked mine. I mean, have you? are you looking at them right now? Not really. Okay, I picked mine yesterday. Uh, right. Miz, the Miz versus Cesaro. There's a couple of that I didn't pick on because I didn't really. That's all good. All right, so Miz, Cesaro, who do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with Cesaro. Um, I really, I really think Miz is just kind of, even though this is really bad to say, but I, th- I really think Miz is that little placeholder. Um, so they're gonna give that, you know, because like Cesaro getting the push that he's getting, it would make no sense to not give him the title right now to come back and at full strength, come back and win the Intercontinental Championship. That would give something to where he would have a battle with Miz for the, you know, the, uh, the rematch. And then he would have, you know, um, you know, it, it could be, you know, I mean, Owens can be even be put back into the mix of it, you know, cause Owens is that prize fighter. He wants a title. He wants that shot. You know what I mean? Um, I, and there's, there's just so many ways that can go. I mean, they can do that with a Miz too, but with the Miz and all these same people, like he's already done it already. I just I think Cesaro's going to take it. Now, this is going to be the first one that I think we have a split split choice on because I've got to think they're going to keep it in the hands of the Miz with the return of Maurice. Uh, you know, the Miz is kind of getting some swell, and I don't think it'll bury Cesaro too much to not win the Intercontinental belt here. Like, the Miz, okay, yada, yada, but it'll it'll open up more opportunity. And honestly, Cesaro is, like, all I expect out of Cesaro is to just put on a phenomenal match here. Maurice gets involved, screws Cesaro out of the chance, because Maurice is kind of Miz's insurance, you know? And yeah. uh, oh, I think man. Cesaro gets screwed, Miz wins it, and... Then we carry on to see Cesaro maybe get embroiled into a bigger feud with kind of a more major name or what's known as a bigger player, kind of a top-tier card guy, so we can really see a push out of Cesaro. Yeah, I I really honestly and truly forgot that Miz Miz had his wife out there. Um, (laughs) I did, I did. I just, it just, I've been watching the last couple weeks of Raw and SmackDown, and it just went right over top of my head, so... Mm, I think we're going to be the same on this one, buddy, as well. The next one we'll, we'll definitely be uh, at, at odds with. All right, so what's the next one? So I'm going to I'm going to go with the Miz as well, uh, guys, just because I I I can see where he's going with this, and I totally forgot about his wife. So the next one, Charlotte versus Natalia. I did pick Natalia because I feel like it's her time to go. 
she's been patient. She's been ready and willing to do whatever she needs to do for the company. And, and it's just time for her to, even if, if, even if it's for a little while, it's time for her to be back at me because she's one of the cornerstones of the women's division. Yeah, we're definitely going different ways. It's got to be Charlotte. Okay. Um, just because I don't feel that there are enough heels that matter in the women's division right now to take on a face like Natty. You know, Natty already beat Emma. It It's one of those, if Charlotte retains it, Charlotte can go... And carry that on to whether it is, you know, Brie or, you know, again, or if we're looking to see maybe a page return or not really return, but kind of back into the title spotlight. You know what I mean? I, I think Charlotte's got to retain, you know, the Flair Charlotte angle. The only way I see that, that changing, there has to be some kind of change where Charlotte turns from her dad i feel like they're building up a bigger angle and i don't think they're just gonna lay it down to uh natalia even with Bret hart in her corner we'll see how it goes so okay uh next one i know we're gonna be the same on this um is the tournament tag team finals to battle the the new day um which is end zone cast versus the vod villains all right. Um, I'm going with, and I'll just tell you right up front, I'm going with Enzo and Cass. It's just, it makes sense. Oh, it's killing me, but I have to disagree. Are you serious? I have to disagree. You are dumb. I am not. I'm highly intelligent, and I'll tell you exactly why I disagree. And you're going to kick yourself. You cannot change your choice. Mm. If I explain my theory, you do not get to change your choice. Steel? Okay. Okay. Rule one. Vaudevillains are a heel. New Day is a face. Vaudevillains versus New Day. Everyone wants to see it. Reason two, and probably the bigger reason, the Dudleys. Mm. The Dudleys are going to screw Cass and Enzo. And get that win to the Vaude villains so we can see Cass and Enzo versus the Dudleys. Dudleys with their old school wrestling mentality want to put over the new guys. And Enzo and Cass are just the new guys to be put over by the Dudleys. Got to go with the Vaude villains on this one. It opens up two tag team events for the next pay-per-view. Okay. You know, you, you realize, though, if, if I'm wrong, I'm going to be very, very upset. And you can write Vod Villains yourself. <laughs> next one. Next one in line. Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. I think Kevin Owens got the best of Sami Zayn down in NXT. And I really feel like it's payback time. Uh, I'm, I'm saying to win it. Zane versus Owens, you're going with Zane. Yep. Mm. I got to agree. I mean, it's called payback. Zane and Owens have a long history. Mm-hmm. Working that history all the way up to, yeah, it's got to be Sami Zayn. Right. 
Like I, I don't see. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Kevin Owens, hell of a talent. Sami Zayn, hell of a talent. Either way, going to be a crazy good match. But it's got to go to Zayn, hands down. Okay. Are you mad? Bb <laughs> bb bb bb. All right, so I, I just, that's uh, that's all I can say about it, really. All right, I think it's got to go to uh, yeah, it's got to go to Sammy Zayn. I got to agree with you. All right, so the next match um, is for the World Heavyweight Championship: Reigns versus Styles. I went with, and this is yeah. all right. So uh, actually. Uh, I don't no. know if Obi's still there or not. Maybe he realizes Hello? he's muted. Maybe he doesn't. We'll find out. Yeah, I didn't. Anyway. Okay. But we're going to start with, um, what else did you, yeah, so you didn't hear anything I was yeah. saying. I was but, saying it in stream. We got a little I was hater. saying, I was got saying it. Over here. I was saying it in <laughs> stream, dude. But anyway, okay. Uh, we're going to do. Oh um, my gosh, it keeps muting them. I don't know what's going on. It's a mute, honey. Eh? Eh? Yeah, my other mouse dropped on the floor. Ah. Uh, so I have to, it keeps muting it. So um, talk a little bit about uh, who you think about uh, the fate of Raw, who will return uh, on Raw, who, who, who will have the head of Raw. All right, so Raw, who will run Raw? This is a big one for us. Now, in case you guys don't know, we put extra points into this one occurrence. Now, hopefully they cover it. They should. It shouldn't be an issue. But if they don't, I guess the points will go unrewarded. But me and Obi have decided this is worth five points. Yes, Just five this points. Call. And as far as who will run Raw... I got to say the authority. And it's because I think they're going to give Shane O'Mac over to SmackDown. Okay. SmackDown needs the ratings boost. It needs to be taken more seriously. And if there was a place I was going, I would showcase into like better indie talent and stuff. It would be SmackDown. You keep the authority on Raw being oppressive and douchey and the authority in general, plus you still have the Roman Reigns angle and the potential of a returning Seth Rollins. I think you keep the authority on Raw. You move Shane O'Mac to be able to do something with SmackDown to get it a ratings boost that it's desperately been needing. Mm-hmm. And that's how you split. That's how they're going to have to split the brand. I think you have to give the authority Raw and Shane O'Mac SmackDown. That's the that's what's best for business. For okay, yeah, I knew you were gonna go there. Okay, so you're gonna go with uh, Stephanie and the Authority, and I'm going with Shane O'Mac and um, and Shane O'Mac. So um, <laughs> the last one that we're gonna talk about, and 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 this is something that's gonna tie into the next topic that we're gonna gonna discuss, is is Roman Reigns versus AJ Styles for the World Heavyweight Championship. Roman Reigns, here, go, you go ahead and get yours going, and then I will explain mine. 
Oh, no, 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 no. That's not how this works. I want, right. I want you to go first because... Actually, you know what? I will because right after you're done talking, we're actually going to discuss some some of the other thing that we were talking about. I will uh, go first. I, I'm going to really say I'm going to say Styles. Um, just because, uh, it's I just feel like he's gonna. I don't even know why. Really, I just feel like it's he's he's getting such a hard push, like hard hard push, to where it's. It almost makes enough sense to where they. I, I think it's going to be like, you know, the um, the the tag team's going to just screw him over, screw AJ over instead of saying he's their buddy, you know, kind of like because they they kicked him out back in the day out of Bullet Club, and now they're all nice and oh, we're Bullet Club for we're family for life and and all that stuff now, really. Is it the story not really carrying over or anything, or is it like I'm I'm really interested, but I really want to see Styles win it. There you go. Probably okay. happen. But so it, here's what I'm gonna say. Um, much like Vince McMahon's entrance music, AJ Styles has no chance in hell of taking that title off of Roman. No chance. And here's why. And boys and girls, it's crazy conspiracy theory time. So you're going with Roman Reigns? Absolutely. All right, I'll write that in. It you keep kills talking. kills me, but I have to. So I, they just gave him the title. They gave it to him at Mania. But the big rub here is Gallows and Anderson. The Gallows and Anderson push, Gallows and Anderson, Gallows and Anderson, Bullet Club, AJ's with Bullet Club, AJ's, no. Like Obi said, they kicked AJ out of Bullet Club. And uh, everyone who's been kind of following NXT Raw, the lead-up, knows that it seems like Balor is leaving NXT to go to Raw or SmackDown. Either way, he's going main roster. And who started the original Bullet Club? I'll be damned, it was Finn Balor. Mm -hmm. So Finn Balor started Bullet Club. AJ doesn't seem to want Bullet Club's help, allegedly. I think that AJ might get everything set up. He might be good to go. Roman Reigns hits the spear, whatever, Superman punch, blah, blah, blah. Doc Gallows and, or, you know, Luke Gallows and... Carl Anderson come down to the ring. AJ's trying to, you know, flag him off. Somehow the, the ref has gone down and they're they're just pummeling. All of a sudden they turn on AJ. That's Drop what I was AJ talking about. down where he stands. But why? How could they? They were friends. But they're not. Because Finn Balor told him to. This isn't Bullet Club. This, this is, is Balor Club. Balor Club. <laughs> and Balor Club is a whole new chapter for Bullet Club to start in. So 100% AJ Styles does not walk out with that belt. And it is probably because of Gallows, Anderson, and Balor Club. Yeah, and 
Balor Club, Bullet Club, I think it's going to be epic. Um, especially like we were talking about hinting earlier where um, uh, Finn Balor uh, lost the championship, the NXT championship to Samoa Joe. Which you know kind of gave him gave him the out to say okay it's it's time to go up to the next stage. What better way to do it is when his old quote unquote buddy, okay, the guy they kicked out of the club originally, right? Yep. Uh, he's just gonna go pay him a visit, and now instead of Finn Balor going in to be in the 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 face that he is in NXT because he is a face, but switching to go heel. And just have the Balor Club, aka Bullet Club, at his back. It's his club anyway. Yep. Hmm. Old, old memories, old, old, old alliances. They they come true. I mean, think about all these New Japan guys that are coming over right now. Uh, Sokatar, our, uh, I can't remember his name. He's in NXT right now. He has the weird, he wears the big mouthpiece <coughs> from Japan. Um, but anyway, um, like Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, you could, you, I mean, he was in Japan, so like he probably remembers that club. I mean, it might, you know. You know, oh, he definitely remembers Bullet Club. Yeah, I know he does. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, he remembers Bullet. Everybody in New Japan remembers Bullet Club. But I'm saying, like, you know, because they Bullet him and Bullet. I looked it up and did the research, and Shinsuke and Bullet Club never really had any clashes. Mm-mm. All right. So, what is to say that you know Finn Balor says, you know, hey, you know, when this get when he's getting ready, when he's ready to be called up, right? Hey, why don't you come join us? You know, and. And have some of that New Japan. I mean, they're all from New Japan making a freaking yeah. group. You know what I mean? The New Japan clique, if you will. Yes, aka the the Balor Club. <laughs> it, it's all the potential in the world, and the Balor Club potential is high. Everybody, very. But it, it tomorrow is going to be a very interesting day for wrestling, one way or another. And this you can watch everything that you'd want to and more if you just go on to WWE.com and go to and get the WWE Network for only $9.99. Guys, it's not a, we're not getting paid for that, but guys, it's seriously, it's nine ninety nine. It's month. worth. You get so much content, even the content, like, I can honestly say that um, between the two of us, myself and Fatal, we've probably watched every second of that. Uh, um, network, uh, oh. but the new stuff coming out daily is just. I mean, we're 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 even having a hard, difficult keeping up with it all. You so, know what show blew my mind? What the Edge and Christian show that, that totally, totally reeks awesomeness? of awesomeness? Yes, 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 yes. They did a a stick on there where they brought out AJ Styles. Yeah, that was funny, and they were like. Can we talk about it? And they specifically reference his time in a another organization DNA. And he goes, <laughs> I "No, died. no, no, I died because that is like the cardinal sin yeah. of WWE." 
He's like, can we talk about it? AJ's like, no, we can't no, talk about no, it. We, we cannot. Don't do no. it. But I'm noticing something, and I'm just going to bring this up as a thinking point to something that we can discuss next week. Or next show. Not next week, but next show. Mm-hmm. Sting, referencing TNA at the Hall of Fame ceremony. AJ getting a TNA reference in Edge and Christian show. Sightings of Bobby Roode and Eric Young at NXT shows. There's a lot of TNA lead over into the WWE right now. Wait, you you don't know about the gossip right now where could this be going i'm just i want to theory craft it well the gossip the gossip then this is just gossip too okay um why i'm i'm i subscribe to this little feed is beyond me but it's little little juicy tidbits of information that could be beneficial at some point in time you know it's gossip basically it's what it is Mm -hmm. but gossip is Going to where um, the WWE uh, is acquiring TNA. So their wrestlers and contract is supposedly starting to bleed over, you know, make appearances at different shows and, and, and whatnot on different levels. It would be interesting, and I know that TNA was trying to get investors. Uh, for TNA. Guess what? There's their investor, WWE. <laughs> but Dixie Carter <laughs> wanted to hold 51%. And I don't know if they would do that necessarily, but like I said, we have all next show. If we really want to dive in, mm-hmm. we can cover what happened on Payback. We can cover our theories on this potential TNA WWE crossover. Yep. There's uh, there's a lot of room to be had here. It's things we can we can definitely cover. Yes, we can. And I'm writing them in just and then we'll copy and paste them. Up. Oh yeah. But guys, now we haven't talked. Well, we've talked about them actually a lot. And um, uh, we're gonna touch real quick on New Day. Okay, we talked about them. They're in the power rankings. They're actually one of the most exciting tag teams entertainment wise that I that I like like I just enjoy when they get ready to uh, when they come out I know so they're going to say some funny shit like right off the bat like they're either going to knock on somebody or they're going to do something like Biggie's going to make a facial expression that he usually doesn't or just something that they do that's just going to just blow me away or just make me laugh uncontrollably um I know Fatal is. You've talked about the New Day a lot, just because you're. I mean, Bootios, man. Dude, even when they were heels, you can go back to to shows where they were still heels. I was still pulling for the New Day. Like I, I'm just I'm that New Day fan. They do phenomenal work. They cut amazing promos. I mean, I, I how can you not love them? Hmm. I, 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 hey, I do. I mean, unless, like, you're a middle rope, in which case Xavier Woods might get a little up close and personal with you. But uh, other oh, than yeah. that, 
the New Day's got a lot going for them. I mean, they're just they're a blast to watch. You can tell they're having fun. They love what they're doing, and it shows. And it makes you love what they're doing. Right. Damn. I I can't. I really. I I enjoy them fighting. I not fighting, but I enjoy their matches. The one thing that needs to and eventually is gonna happen, and this will decide whether I mean whether they they really last or not is once they lose those titles, what's gonna happen? You know what I mean? Um, once they lose that, are they still gonna be that big team in the tag team division? Are they still gonna be that team that everybody's thinking about constantly? I, I don't really know what would happen. I think they will. Oh, dude, absolutely. Like, just like uh, right now, as crazy as it sounds, the titles, I think, are the least of the things that define them. Like, honestly, people talk about the unicorn horns. They talk about the Budio cereal. They talk about the Francesca. But really, the only time they even bother mentioning the titles is when they come out. They're like two-time WWE Tag Team Champions. That's the only time you hear that reference. And they could just as easily plug that with, you know, two-time, soon-to-be three-time, you know... The proprietors of Budio cereal. There's so many angles. They don't even need the titles to be over at this point. I mean, are they going to hold on to them still? Yeah, probably. I don't think that the VOD villains are ready to run with the titles. And I don't think that anyone wants to really, like, it'd be interesting to see Endzone cast kind of get into, like, a, a smack talk war with the New Day. It'd be funny. But I don't think that people would want to see that match go down. Like neither of the teams that are in the tag team tournament really should be handed the titles this early. Uh, but they might be. You, know, you never know. I mm-hmm. mean, maybe they get, maybe they lay them down to the Vaude villains, and then after Enzo and Cass are done taking care of, you know, the Dudleys at, at uh, what Money in the Bank, probably the Dudley boys. Because that that'll be money in the bank. Uh huh. Um, they can they can go and take like hell. We could see like a really good four team tag team match between New Day, Enzo and Cass, the Vaude Villains, and insert uh heel tag team here. You know, I'm sure we'll have another heel tag team to put in there mm-hmm. before too long. Maybe uh maybe Balor Club. And uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, get get that kind of four-way match going on, see what happens, maybe develop something out of that. We'll see. Sounds good. Hey, guys, our time is up for today. Um, now, we do want to let you know, make sure that you guys know, if you guys want to watch this with us, we will be on, I, I believe, we're still going to be on TeamSpeak here in the WWE channel here on TeamSpeak. If you need that, please let us know. We'll, we'll get it to you um, one way or another. Um, if you guys do want to watch it, of course you don't have it. Go get it in WWE Network for nine ninety nine a month, um, and I think you get the first month or the second month free. So like, it's really, uh, it's really, it's really a good deal. So if you guys uh, do enjoy our podcast uh, or anything that we like to talk about. If you guys want to listen to any of the other shows that are on Geeky Antics, 
go ahead and go to geekyantics.net forward slash podcast and our um, actually that's geekyantics forward slash uh, let me start over geekyantics.net forward slash schedule okay and then uh, there are aggregate feeds that are uh, uh, likewise for the podcast but if you guys want to get a hold of us you guys can mail at geekyantics.net or you guys can leave us a voicemail slash text message 646-801-2149. Like I said, you guys can text. You guys don't have to call. You guys can text us. We'll get it. 646-801-2149. Um, and, of course, uh, thank you guys for showing up and, 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 and supporting us. For those that are listening on the podcast, we love you guys dearly. Thank you for listening. Um, um, that's NSFW, guys. Fatal, you got any last words? Um. No, not really. Take it easy, guys. Enjoy. Have a good time. All right, guys. We'll see. (laughs) That was great. We'll see you in two weeks. ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done